All right. Hello. Welcome to Gen... Wait, I didn't record oh, this. Wait, we're not recording. <laughs> Just keep it going. Drop. You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of Jimmy Wine Wrestle Boys? Welcome to Genuine WrestleBoys, a podcast of four friends with better friends who are love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Uh, my name is Matt. Yeehaw, my name is Zach. Howdy, partner. I'm John Laurinaitis. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nice. We didn't want you on the show. We have a different special guest that's more important than you, John. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, Johnny Ace. Yeah. Sorry. To be uh, fair, yeah. he's used to people being more important than him. That's fucking true. <laughs> uh, we've got third time returning guest. More like third time. Our friend Emma, <clears throat> Dr. Blurg, the doctor of Blurgonomics. Welcome. All the way yeah. all the way from Texas, next to the Chili's by the mall. Yeah, oh, Chili's. Yeah. That, that's where I'm at. I'm hanging out at your neighborhood Chili's bar and grill, but they won't let me inside, so I'm hanging out at the to-go door. Nice. Did they give you some chips possible. at least? Uh, no, but I got some chicken crispers. Oh, fuck okay. Yeah. I was, I, that was going to be my question. What, what's your Chili's order? Chicken crispers. Nice. Poster, random thought. Remember when we went to Chili's once with Paul? And they asked like, him. Like oh, Mini Dan? Yeah. And they asked him how he <laughs> wanted his burger cooked, and he just looked at her was like, uh, <laughs> good. And then, and then he asked for a pitcher of water and didn't drink a drop from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that East, was. You said, remember our chili story where we were we, both in one, uh, where someone's where pepper spray exploded? Chilies? Yeah, yeah, when we were children. I, I love that our worlds have intertwined because that's just <laughs> the weirdest story. And to know that somebody else went through that in chilies. Have you guys yeah, ever been hit with true. a flashbang? I have. Have you? Yeah, I've been hit by a flashbang. Yeah, I played a lot of Tom Clancy, bro. Did you do on purpose? Uh, no, they were. Probably wasn't something that they should have let us do, but we, I was doing like a leadership camp, and so we went to go look at like the SWAT training facility. Oh shit! Oh, and sick. so, pro tip: if you're ever getting flashbangs thrown at you, open your mouth and like leave your mouth agape, like you're gasping, because it makes it hurt less. Oh, because oh, you don't clench your jaw. It's, I, I think it's just a reverberation type thing, oh. and so it's not bouncing around in your head as much. And so if you open your mouth, it hurts less. But it still hurts a lot. I'll remember that next time I uh, have a reason for the SWAT team to come to my house. I was going to say, I I hope it never comes into play, but I (laughs) I am such a huge fan of knowing little tips and tricks of situations that I can hopefully hopefully never pull out of my uh, my cap. It's like when when JD the Marine did that to you, remember? Yeah, dude, I do remember that. And you would think that this was something that happened, you know, when I was like 18, 19. No, this happened when I was like 12. I got hit with oh, a flashbang when I was like 12. Preteen getting flashbang, oh, yeah. dude. That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that's wild. I did. I You said that story. I uh, Yeah, 
I was thinking about that the other day because uh, I saw something about the Marine starring John Cena. Cool. And I don't remember that guy's name. JD. And I was just like, oh, yeah, he was an actual Marine. Is that Stewie shirt? No, that's Josh Benier. He put me in a headlock and told me he could kill me if he moved his arm at all. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay, don't. That's that's fun. That's how I want to interact with you. Yeah, that's real scary. Yeah, and then Esai and him uh, showed me how to do fight stances. Oh, yeah. That's it. I teach people people how to do fight stances all the time. I just found out that you're a black uh, black belt. I am. I'm a black belt in Kempo Karate, the same one that Elvis Presley did. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, too. Awesome, dude. I mean, Bruce Pritchard is a black belt, so um, that doesn't say a lot. Kind of seems like they just give him out. I always thought, I mean, no, congratulations. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, it was 10 years of very hard work, so fuck you. Uh, Um, Something horrible has just happened. What happened? What? Uh, My microphone just died. Uh oh. So now it's switched over to my crappy computer mic, so I need to kill my audacity recording it's going through zoom on the right microphone now but i think my audacity recording is fucked oh no so i'm so sorry oh you're good (laughs) yeah no worries is it yeah um do you want me to stop it and then do a new one or do you want to just let it rock because i don't think that it's going through my laptop speaker right now i think I mean, it's, it what it's it sounds fine right now, and I think it is. Re- it's recording through Zoom, so if we could use that audio file, we probably don't need to. Yeah, let's just keep it. Let's keep rolling. Okay, okay. all good. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess I should say you're listening to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Yes. Uh, check out the other shows. I talked about it a lot the first time we tried to do this. Uh, Eavesdrop dot com or jizz.biz if you nasty. Yeah. Listen to the Eavesdrop Podcast. Listen. Two, we do Keanu. Listen to Overbooked. Listen to Never Better. Uh, listen, listen to, to Roasted the, Games. Listen to the back episodes of Dealing With listen It. Listen to the podcast I did with my mother called Dealing With It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go to bit.ly forwards. I suck your own. Yes. Yeah. Follow, get a book. Follow that little link down the nice little path to knowledge, baby. Fucking get yourself educated. Yeah, what better time to listen to a book than now? When you yeah. can't fucking leave. I did I did actually listen to uh the death of WCW on the Audible. On the Audible? On the Audible. On the oh, Audible. Nice. The Brian Alvarez like narrated one. <laughs> now WCW it's the geeks. <laughs> it sucks. And he sounds like a fucking badger. He sounds like Brady. <laughs> Him and yeah, Brady, I, I, yeah, I listened to that the same way. I listened to that for fourteen hours. <laughs> Jesus, I love God. how long the, I fucking love how long those books are. Well, we he were does listening. sound like Brady, and that's now I know why I don't like Alvarez. <laughs> God, uh, just kidding. Brady's gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> He's become acceptable. WCW <laughs> did a three point one. Well, Monday Night Raw did a six point three. And that's Nine, just the bo- and that's just and that's just the book for fourteen <laughs> hours. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's like when I had to listen to like eight hours of Bruce Pritchard podcast, like to get ready for our live show last year. I fucking hated everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was an angry person. Like, I get that. Pritchard's voice is at least acceptable to listen to, unlike Alvarez's. They like 
trade off with each other. Like Alvarez is a better person, but yes. Pritchard as a person voice. Then there's fucking Conrad. Hey, hey, Bruce, tell him how you get your dick hard. <laughs> God, God, I hate it. Oh, so <laughs> yes. Well, to the to speaking the outside of Blue world, Chew. we. This is the uh, speaking of Blue Chew. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, no, I uh, um, we we tried doing this once and then stopped, and now I've done it a second time. But there was some news that Eastside dropped on us the first go round. Uh, yeah, that came out today as we are recording this, which is a Tuesday, the the fourteenth. So yeah, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> um, AEW has announced a double or nothing still going to take place, no longer in Las Vegas, probably from a closed set location, but it's still going to be on pay per view, Fight TV, BR Live. So AEW is still moving forward. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, when was that supposed to take place? Like, what was the date for that? Twenty uh, third, like Memorial Day weekend. Okay, because isn't the New Japan MSG show like in that same time frame? That's when they're releasing tickets again. Okay, because I was curious how that was, if that was even still going to happen at this point. Like, honestly, everything's just changing so much right now. Yeah, it's everything's very- up in the air. Yeah. Except WWE is an essential business in Florida. Which is how it's been since the dawn of time. <laughs> it's yeah, super essential to their like economy that that, you know, what, two hundred people who actually work there in Florida, you know, have their jobs back. Yeah. I mean it it really is such a lose lose. Like I, I get it, especially when there's a competitive nature between the two shows where it's like you know, I don't know. It it sucks that it seems like this machine that's rolling uh, just because of Vince McMahon and probably because of fucking TV sponsors or whatnot. Like, it's just not going to um, be able to. No, it's, it is 100 percent Vince McMahon's wife, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here, let, let me go through the timeline here. Please, a- please April, do. April 1st, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, the guy who, you know, has been very slow to even close beaches in the state. Seriously. Among mm. everything else. Issues in the spring break, baby. Issues executive order for essential services after speaking with the president. April 9th, governor amended order to include professional sports and media production, including entertainers with a national audience. On that same day, Linda McMahon, uh, and former cabinet member? I thought she was still a cabinet member. No, she stepped down a little while ago to run a super PAC. Yeah, uh, yeah at which pack. the super PAC comes in because she spent on in her little super PAC fund... $18.5 million in Tampa and Orlando. And then, all of a sudden, mm. the same day, Governor DeSantis is like, you know what? WWE? You're good to go, baby! <laughs> Man. Wow. Damn. And to be fair, wow. technically, also then AEW. This is the only yeah. reason AEW yeah. can keep going, too. Yeah, they oh. could just they could go back to their Jacksonville location if they wanted to. Man, so it's what just are you like, guys' thoughts? What is everybody's thoughts on this? Because well, my, like, I, well, my brain ahead. immediately goes to like, so the talent that doesn't just already live there, are they going to have to just stay there for months? Are they going to have to fly in and out, or or what? Like, there's so many other questions that open up with like, especially running live TV. It's like well, I don't understand how they're going to pull that off without being. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to pull it off without being shitty. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I don't know why. Because in the long run, it would be cheaper, and you would be able to get more out of just 
recording in bulk like AEW did. Because mm-hmm. you can... Um, oh, go ahead. But, it, I don't know. It Like, I get... But at the same time, what's the point of... There's no point in the live portion of it anymore. Um, exactly. There, there, the, the point is, and this is like, you know, you start getting into like just the hurricane of speculation and shit. Um, the Shane Helms of speculation. Um, uh, is the idea that Fox and NBC Universal could flex their power against WWE if they don't deliver 49 weeks in the year of live entertainment, which is like part of the contracts. Oh yeah, that's um, true. Um, and a lot of the speculation is saying like Fox helped like, you know, um, lobby for this thing to happen. And so that would seem like they're not going to, like, they're not flexing power against WWE. And so if that's the case, that means it's Vince McMahon trying to get ahead of that, like, totally hypothetical situation. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like the, like, a little bit of influence from, like, Fox, but, like, Vince, as a business person, understands contracts and billion dollar corporations are shitty because they're, they're going to be mm-hmm. as ruthless as ever. They don't yeah. care that it's a pandemic. They just want money. That's um, the thing. It's like, it's just so like transparently self-serving. It, it's like, yeah. And yeah. So, I, I bet there are wrestlers out there. Like I, I'd imagine maybe like Seth Rollins would be like, bro, I'm showing up. I don't give a shit. So I don't give a shit. Companies what it are like. On, like, like if you don't want to go, if you're not comfortable, you don't go. Yeah, but but that's but and like they say, like that, oh, that, your, your push is like, not in jeopardy. But it's like, of course, of course, it is. Everything is affected by whether you're there or not. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like any other thing. It's like, well, you don't have to stay late, but if you don't, you know, like yeah. any any sort of you're like real, team, it, yeah, it's like any sort of like retail like middle manager scamming. It's like, well, if you don't show up, then Easy. you don't get pushed. And then, yeah. I mean, if you're not on TV for, you know, if you want to care two, about yourself, months, yeah, if you want to care about yeah. yourself more than the company, that's fine. But now we know what side of the line you're on. Yeah, because I saw oh, a report yeah. from a PW Insider from Mike Johnson of Dirt Sheet fame who said most wrestlers just want to go there and wrestle. They want to get their minds off of things too. They want to provide because, like, um, like entertainment for people because a lot of them are kind of like that's how they're wired. That's what they are yeah. fucking jonesing for. And and like yeah. I get that, but it's still a thing where you're rubbing up against each other and most Not definitely exactly. getting your spit and the thing is is it's it's something that you can walk around with for what, like fourteen days and not even realize that About- you have it yet? Right. And so that's the risk. It's the same thing with like when the NBA, you know, with that Rudy Gobert guy, the second that he got it, it was like well, how many people has he been in contact with in the last 14 days? And it was like, at, it, when you do the chain, the Pepe Silvia fucking cork board all the <laughs> way out, like, he, he could have infected, you know, like, 400, like, not 400, but, you know, a good majority of everybody on the team, like, every other team just from transmission from one person to another team to another team to another team. Right. And yeah. that's the other thing that you run the risk of still kind of doing this stuff live. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that you know you don't know that next week Seth all of a sudden starts developing s- symptoms, and he's wrestled with three or four other people in the past like two weeks. But then who have those people wrestled with in the past three or four weeks? And it just goes from there on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. And then you yeah. don't have any TV at all because literally all of your talent is fucking bedridden. 
Well, and it's that thing too. It's like there's, I'm sure there's a mixing of, of wrestlers who want to show up and, and get, you know, just keep working, keep chugging through it. And there's wrestlers who probably want to stay home with their families and everything. But it, honestly, that's where someone needs to step in and not give them the option of just like, it should be this thing of like, we're suspending what we can, what we have to until this, you know, for the safety of the people, because left to how competitive, the competitive nature of that job, I'm sure no one's going to want to stay home. Uh, but it should almost, you know, from on high should come from this place of like, okay, well then you guys have to just stay home. I don't know. So there I needs a, to be some, someone stepping in. So I have a question that kind of goes on with that. The WWE is obviously getting a big brunt of this, which especially the decision to go live, they should. How do you feel about like when AEW did the big taping and then them announcing that they're going to be moving forward with double or nothing, no matter what. And then their tapings end in May they're going to go back and tape again. Like, what do you, like, are you guys' thoughts on should you just shut down as a whole or do you need to have these little spurts of things or, or just open it up and let's fucking just see what happens? Like what, what train of thought are you guys on? I don't think, I don't think you can't shut it down completely. The way that these, they're the last, what live sports programming that, exists anymore there's nothing else aside from except for south korean baseball that started today oh fuck (laughs) in in empty stadiums and and so it's kind of one of these things where it's like the doing it in bulk is better in a way just because Mm -hmm. you're limiting that travel you're limiting those interactions with other people granted you're kind of doing it all at one time but it's better in the long run i, I mean it, it makes more sense th- it makes more sense than going live because there's there is nothing to be gained it's not there's not that element of ooh it's wrestling anything could happen when you're in an empty micromanaged you know environment uh th- there's zero reason to to force them to do it week after week after week cuz every time you walk out of those doors and then walk back in that's where you don't know who you've been you know even if you've been as careful as you can be there's still can't account for every factor out there, you know, that you might pick yeah. something up. Yeah, and like would AEW be doing this if WWE wasn't? I think so. Uh, probably. I probably. think they would because they're oh, yeah. all very much on that like people need some sort of entertainment to get them through this whole thing. I think yeah. I think no matter what, both of these companies were going to keep doing stuff since they are in kind of a position to be able to do it easier than an actual like sports league. Good. It's because there's if, yeah. less interaction the with people. If you give them the option, they're going to go for it, of course. Uh, you know, but if someone, if like a DeSantis was to say something like, "No, you guys aren't essential. Stay home," are, would that arguably be better for the future of them, their well-being? You know, or well, maybe Vince would just what? use Dana White's Island. <laughs> I heard that got shut. I mean, I heard I heard that got nixed. Is that true, or is that still on? Uh, he lost a bid for an island. He's still trying to do some stuff. <laughs> Same Still dude. trying to find an island. He said May 9th is when he's looking at his next show. Okay. I just read that like right. about 20 minutes ago. That's pretty funny. But also, UFC falls under these protect- these Florida protections now as a central business. Like if you read the, the language of the like edict, basically. So um, Vince just fucking opened shit up for everybody. Yeah, that's the thing is that I... Or even more so Linda, again. Yeah, like, yeah. Linda. Thanks, Linda. Um, her just getting up out of that wheelchair. <laughs> Trish Stratus brought her down. It's Trish's fault. <laughs> That's his fault. It's um, Trish. I, 
I I have another piece of news. Uh, news. Vince Mc- news. <laughs> news. Oh. Just the news, man. <laughs> Vince Vince McMahon, part of a large group that will advise God, President Trump this. on how to restart the economy. That's <laughs> not including the other people that are in this thing. It's got Adam. Let me pull it up one second because there's okay. Adam Silver. For I was Gene. hoping you were going to say Adam Levine. No, not Adam <laughs> Levine. Uh, it's freaking Adam Silver, Mark Cuban. Jerry Jones of my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of, like, Mark Cuban sport. of my beloved Dallas Mavericks. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Ma- Rob, so sick. Uh, Rob Manfred, yeah. Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman, good old Robert Kraft, uh, Dana White as well. Fuck Roger Goodell and fuck Dana White. I love UFC is, and the uh, NFL. Fuck them. Is, is Gary Busey in it too? He, he doesn't know any sports. <laughs> that's like the, uh, um, yes, that's he the does. saddest. He was, was the rocket. Rookie yeah. of the year, Chet Stedman. <laughs> what? Yeah. I like the finger stakes. <laughs> uh, what is, the, what's the, uh... oh, fuck. I, I brain farted when I started thinking about well, Gary like, Busey. Never mind. <laughs> sorry. Why <laughs> Vince McMahon has a bankrupt company and gets a lot of his money from Saudi Arabia. It's not that much considerably. His money's from Fox and NBC Universal. They're they are losing a good amount on live show revenue by right now, but it's still not anything close. I mean, he is this weird fucking evil genius. So you know what? Maybe he can boost our economy. Well, I don't I don't say all, he's necessarily dude, evil. He's just like a, a crazy person. Dude, yeah, all those I'm, guys I'm are going to be fucking Vince McMahon and Jerry Jones in the same room is the worst fucking thing I've ever. Dude, I was going to say it's the worst, most boring, shitty version of the Expendables, where they're all going to walk in acting like <laughs> oh they got God. the like that they got the fucking key that the world rests on their shoulders. It's just going to be such a sad, sad fucking state of affairs. Rob, just Robert Kraft people. is going to go in and kiss everybody on the lips. It's going to be weird. <laughs> he's going to disappear I really for a while on a jet. Yeah, and like, <laughs> like stopped in all Florida. these guys are a bunch of. All these guys are a bunch of egomaniacs, right? Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna. It's like so. Stupid. Are they gonna come to a decision or help anything, or are they just gonna fucking Mark yell Cuban at each might, other Mark, the whole Mark time? Mark Cuban has some. Mark fairly... Cuban and Adam Silver are like the least yeah. insane people in that group. God, the fact Mark Adam Silver is gonna be losing his fucking mind in that. Oh because yeah. he is actually a pretty like reasonable person. I was gonna say he seems fairly reasonable, especially like over like Stern in the NBA. For all my NBA heads out there, they'll get that. And Mark Cuban, like, he has some pretty, like, left-leaning stuff and calls out Trump shit all the time. I mean, he's, like, he's... Is that the Shark Tank guy? Yeah, and owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Oh, okay. He's, like, a... If you could be, a Like, he's a billionaire libertarian, basically. (laughs) So... Rob Manfred is gonna be in there just like, Wow, people as incompetent as me. Um, but yeah, I don't, fu- dude. What a fucking crazy fucking. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm trying to let it sink in of just like how and how wrestling ties into it all too. But uh, I don't Early know. Dollar man. corporations, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's fitting. the The first public gathering after 9/11 was SmackDown. So it's true. WWE <laughs> bringing the people back together. Stephanie compared 9/11 to Vince getting like. Indicted for steroids. Mm. <laughs> I and she's gonna face. compare. She's gonna compare this to Vince's quads blowing up. <laughs> oh, 
That's still the best video. <laughs> I'm just sitting That's, there with his legs so out. Dumbfounded. He's just Back like, in, oh, oh. oh shit. Back this in 2005, my father couldn't leave the house for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck has caught in his ring? <laughs> my father's <sighs> ring! <sighs> well, let's get into the good and maybe not so good parts of uh, yeah. wrestling. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it too, Should, we, should we start, to start with Wednesday? I mean, yeah. yeah. All right. What happened on AEW? Uh, Britt Baker and uh, Hikira Shida had a match. Mm-hmm. Um, and Britt Baker bled. She, she bled, bled and everywhere. she lost. Um, yeah, it looks like she got a root canal out of her nose. Took some notes yeah, on whether or not she's a dentist. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be looking up uh, the doctor, the, the dentist yeah, hit, website. Hit me with a quick Google search on that. De- <laughs> Dentists.com. Just now, I'm not going. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, sure. yeah. some good SEO value right there. No, I don't know. I don't know what happened on AEW. Uh, there was a tag team uh, bout. There was a bout uh-huh. with the best friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and that's all about I remember. Um, okay. It it was so Kenny I watched NXT and, the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Kenny yeah. and Michael Nakazawa. Yeah. Um, were yeah. talking about how they're best friends and how that should be their new tag team name, and then they had a a match over um, getting to keep the um, best friends tag team name. Who gets to be the best friend? Did I mention that when I went to that uh, eight or not eight? That was back when it was a New Japan show, the New Japan CEO show at the fighting game tournament. Oh, I most yeah, definitely yeah. saw Michael Nakazawa's dick. His dick fell out. That Damn. seems right. It seems like it has to happen often. With I, how slippery his whole deal is. The whole deal. Well, he had he had on like three different thongs, and then he had oiled up. And I know that after he took off one of the thongs, like his dick just fell out. It just flopped right on out yeah. there. To be fair, Daniel Bryan's did recently too. So yeah, saw, saw saw a gif of his testes. Good for him. Good for, I mean, you know what? You're out there. You're putting it all on the line. You don't necessarily have the I'm opportunity su- or the luxury. The luxury to always be like, "Where are my nuts? I'm are they in my pants?" More, you know, just because mm-hmm. of like, I mean, what some people wear. I mean, exactly. That's, yeah, that's it's the surprising. Whole, I mean, edge educated. The world on it once on the NC pod. You know that's why that's why you wear the thong underneath. Yep. True. Oh, dude, did his unless bits you, fall out? Unless well, no, your just... gear explo- explodes like Zack Ryder and Rapid Delivery Rory Fox. Yeah. Um, the they best. were. I just realized that this is my mic one. Uh, they were talking about AJ's pants exploding. Oh yeah. The Edge was talking about it. Fuck. BRB. Verb. No. Whoa. Zach had to bust out the Mavs jersey. Got to some gear. Me. Got my my Dirk Nowitzki jersey. Dirk was Nowitzki. so good. Dirk kicked ass. Um, this is a, a this is special for the the video version of the podcast, but um, this is a knockoff jersey from the Philippines, Sick. and it says Mauriches on it instead of Mavericks. Nice. Oh, yeah. I went to a Mavericks basketball camp one time when I was like twelve. It's pretty cool. What that oh, yeah. seems like it'd be a good time. It seems like did it'd be a decent time. Did you just like meet like bench warmers? No, I met. 
I can't remember who I met. John Heater and David Spade? <laughs> it was actually like love it. people that were all, like starters. I just can't hmm. remember who it was. What, I, what, I, I, what year was it? It was when I was in fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. So that means it was in 2005 to 2006. Okay, so that would have been too late for Nash. I don't know. These are the wonderful questions that people have tuned into our uh, <laughs> turned into well, a wonderful. That, that would have been uh, their NBA Finals loss against the Miami Heat, which is still a bullshit conspiracy. Go- oh, that's yeah. the one with the, when Shaq was on their team, yeah. And uh, the refs fucked the Mavericks. Want to talk Fuck, about dude. refs fucking a team? Uh, Lakers versus Sacramento Kings, but let's. <laughs> Sacramento no, Kings no. got fucked. The oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> like Jason Jason Terry. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, this is a good stack house. He's fan horn. No, Larry, I, yeah, Terry Larry Terry, Bird. Terry and Stackhouse were there. I remember. Hell yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Fuck That's yeah. a good team. Josh uh, Mike, Hell yeah. uh Scotty Pippen. <laughs> no tipping, Scotty Pippen. Uh Bill Lambeer's combat basketball. Uh Lawrence Bird. Okay, right. Welcome to Genuine Basketball Boys, a podcast miss- about four friends became stars through a love of professional basketball. I miss basketball. I miss sports. Basketball rocks. Basketball um, is my favorite. I, I'm like Matt, though. I only know the big boys from the 90s. Carl Malone. Hell yeah. Right, what else happened John on Stockton. AEW? Muggsy Bogues. Um, <laughs> Muggsy Bogues showed up. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, on AEW, uh, Jericho did commentary for the majority of the evening, and he's a hilarious, hilarious presence, guys. We're very good together. Yeah, Skiavone. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The NXT was for sure the, the focal point of Wednesday night. It was yeah. basically yeah. the takeover oh, Tampa oh, show. They, they said the word hentai on AEW. Which is why I tune that, in. That rocks. I can't, honestly, I can't they're not afraid. I that. I didn't I, watch did it Chuck say week. it? No, it was uh, either Jericho or Skiavone naming one of um, Nakazawa and uh, Kenny's like tag team moves. Mm. <laughs> the word hentai. I will say Rad. Jericho like was a cool like perspective since he was there the whole time because he's not an yeah. announcer and nor does he do like the regular announcers tropes. And yeah. So it was just like like he was trying to do it, like when he was. Couldn't remember educated feet, and then he's like, "Oh, those educated feet! That's what it is." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, he, him and Tony uh, Skiavone do seem to have just wonderful chemistry together. They've known each other for forever. I wonder how yeah, many great uses like, deep Jericho was. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> and I like it sometimes when a uh, like a wrestler is doing commentary because they don't normally do it, and like when Samoa Joe does it, and he's just like stoked the whole time. Yeah. Well, I just love I love the perspective that wrestlers bring to the booth, like where it's like yeah. you can hear uh, you, you really get their perspective on different moves and like, you know, what hurts where? But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Jericho and when, was just, and when Jericho uh, was funny, like, funny, funny boy. oh, you see, bitch, she found the hard cam there. <laughs> the ones that can like further their character work while also providing that is like extra level of um, like insight are like the best, like. Jericho can do it. Um, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens. Oh, Kevin's like. great. And the New Day. Um, the entire New yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if Biggie isn't just talking about, like, sex. <laughs> just he does talking. that a lot. Big guy, big libido. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, but man. I hope he's. I hope he found someone to quarantine with. Nope. You know. I can listen to their I, podcast and nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. So well, what? Okay. So let's. NXT, right? We're yeah. all gonna let's yeah. go there. Um, let's yeah. let's start with with the ladder match. Of course, um, it was so nice to hear Morrow Morrow again. Mm. It's very comforting. Um, I also really enjoyed him without anybody else. <laughs> he d- he's great at doing play by play and color commentary <laughs> at the exact same time. It's like a non shitty Joey Styles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's oh nice. my god! It's nice not hearing him interrupt people and. Um, yeah, he's he's wonderful. But that ladder match uh was wonderful. Like it was electric, dude. It's one of those things that it was one of the matches that I was I it didn't need the crowd. Like the the match itself was still so much fun. They all still really beat the shit out of each other. I thought Chelsea Green was really really fun. I thought she sold that leg injury super well. But very good. Uh, it mm-hmm. it did it did make you my it, you know, it tugged at my heart a little bit to be like, man, a crowd would have fucking this shit. So one of the, one of the things that like a crowd masks on these ladder matches is when the they the ladder noise when they fucking get hit by the ladder or land on it. You're like, oh no, that sounds so much worse. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Also, yeah. how, but like, it's a little distracting how much you can tell that they're wooden ladders when there's no other noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does have a bit of a yeah. There is a, a bit more of like an awkward sort of just like cling clanging going around. But uh, it's it's it sounded it painful, fun. so it kind of adds to like the quote unquote suspension of disbelief. Because like when mm-hmm. Candace went through at the end, that sounded <sighs> so painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So explain what happened. Somebody walked through it for people who did not watch the show. I mean, I don't remember the whole play by play of yeah, the you, entire. Uh, match. You're the I, encyclopedia. Yeah, I want. I actually watched it today. Um, so, I mean. Uh, Big points of match like Dakota Kai came out with Raquel Gonzalez, like, mm-hmm. like, and was like, had a point where like was like having Raquel Gonzalez like get a ladder for her and stuff, like really like effective like use of like a heater like that, yeah, yes. um, in a match. Um, Robert and, Stone doing the same for Chelsea Green too. Mm-hmm. Well, oh yeah, the, Robert I, Stone. This he's very good at what he does because I fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anya like had never seen him at all before and, and she was watching with me um and immediately hated him and immediately like he had flashbacks to the Ellsworth Money in the Bank. Of course, of course. Match with yeah. like the spot where like um that Robert Stone was like going up, like helping Chelsea Green up to the top, so it was a little different. Like he yeah. wasn't just going up to get the br- the the briefcase. Yeah, it's like right. he, that that's like the big thing that I noticed too. It's like Oh, he's not going to just get it and hand it to her. He's like getting her up there. So it's like it hit a little different. And it's yeah. pretty fun to see like how invested it, like he it, it Robert Stone is a fun character as far as he's so desperate for Chelsea Green to be like huge star. Like it's yeah. like he his career is riding on it. And so it makes it extra entertaining. And I yeah. his I at first I detested his tight tight suits. Uh but now <laughs> now I think they're fun. I I want to see mean, you in one of his suits. Yeah. I would love That'd to get nice. one. Um, yeah, Chelsea no, Green is um, the AEW to Robert Stone's Tony Khan. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% he's being Tony Khan. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard that. And I, I haven't watched enough uh, Tony Khan interviews, but fun. So he's been like fun, dressing yeah. like that since like before AEW was a thing. 
but you can tell they honed in on a couple things like real big, especially <laughs> the, 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 the glasses, the glass and the shoes. Yep. Yeah. Like Tony Khan, like frequently has those boat shoes with like no show socks going on. with the <laughs> So they made some alterations to be like, <laughs> it's just like Oklahoma. God Character Oklahoma. Yeah. I watched the pinata on a pole match for no reason the other day. <laughs> Jesus. I was just really, um, I wanted to be angry, I think. Did you ever yeah. do that? Uh, oh, no. my God. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Spe- specifically, the last few weeks. I just, I'm looking for them. I'm give just, me mad. Give me, let me feel something. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, what else happened in the match? Um, it was a lot of EO and Candice, like, Taking each other out of the match for like long periods of time. There's like a lot. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of spots where it's like all the baby faces would take out the, the heels, and then the heels would take out the baby like the baby faces, and then usually the heels would turn on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, is how it would go. Um, see, uh, yeah, and um, Candice got fucked through a ladder. Dude, oh, yeah, she took a b- 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 bump. It looked. It looked gnarly. Oh, actually, yeah. Tegan. Was it Tegan that went out to, through the one on the outside? That yeah. one was that one yes. was the real that fuck was one. Wild. Yeah. Um, a lot of Tegan Knox doing Lady Kane shit, which was fun. A lot of trash oh, hands. Yeah. Like when like Dakota was in there with her, and like she turns around and there's fucking Lady Kane behind her. That was sick. And that was cool. Mia took out Raquel Gonzalez at some point through the table, and which was also sick. It was sick and perfectly executed, which was nice to see. These kind of matches where people get fucked a lot. Yeah, and especially yeah. when there's not a crowd cheering to take up some of that space. Like, I feel like they have to put on... They, you have to work extra hard to make sure things, like, look and feel a certain way when you're just yeah. going just specifically for television. Like, um, I I, um, I love this match, and I thought they did such a good job and stuff, but, like, I'm, I'm fine with, like... There's actually going to be another ladder match on SmackDown... We need to stop having ladder matches without a crowd because it's it not does worth not it. feel special. <laughs> it, it, well, like even if they're great matches, it's not worth it for those performers. Like no, at least yeah, the right. one at Mania, like you could tell they did a lot of cuts to save people. Mm. They did but not do anybody spots. favors in this NXT yeah. one. Oh no, not at all. Um, and then EO. any other big EO EO won the match. EO won, and we're getting a yeah, moonsault versus say. moonsault match. Whenever that happens. Yeah, because they canceled Money in the Bank. Thankfully, right? No, uh, it's still going to no. happen. Just not, it's still yeah. happening? Yeah, just not. Oh, just not at the go. original. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, still. I mean, I, I doubt they're... I mean, they might have that match there. That's tough, though, because if they have that match so soon, EO's definitely not going to win. Oh, well, EO's I not going to win. I don't think EO's going to win anyway, yeah. um, which is a bummer, but, I mean, it'll be a cool match. So. I hope so. I don't. I don't want to make Zach or not Zach, but Derek upset. Do I upset? Wait. <laughs> Bushy Rhodes' money going into stardom has given them a lot more to fuck around with, and there's obviously been rumors that stardom's been trying to bring Kyrie and EO back. Mm-hmm. While I don't think that Kyrie would really necessarily come back, we always have to remember that EO is engaged to evil. Yeah. Oh, that's right. When you add that to the fact that EO's kind of hasn't gotten called up yet, mm-hmm. she's still in NXT. 
she could go back to Japan, mm-hmm. be with her fiance, work yeah, less, she'd be, work she'd less be a very, dates, and everything. Very happy person. I think she's probably going to take that Bushy Road money. So, yeah, and that's that's not a bad thing. I don't think she will, because in Stardom, there's legit nothing else that she can do, as well as um, they're, whenever you get called up, what they're probably going to do, you usually negotiate a new contract to get bigger money. They're just going to throw a bunch of money at her. But, yeah. I mean, well, I that's where I feel a little skeptical about right now. I, I think some of the big, big money is going to get a little tightened up. Well, there's a yeah, reason why Vince filed bankruptcy for the XFL. It's to save his money. He's saving a ton of money by fucking over, like, the arena owners and all these other people. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about yeah. how he's just XFL's, like, XFL's yeah. done. Yeah. 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 God, I gotta get um, a Seattle Dragon shirt on the cheap. Shit, I'm yeah. gonna get a Roughneck shirt on the cheap. <laughs> my friend, my friend Colin came over the other day wearing a St. Louis Battlehawk shirt, oh, and he yeah. got three three days before they announced that they were shutting down. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. If EO does end up going, that's. That's not a bad thing. It's just a reason for me to watch. I mean, there are probably multiple other reasons for me to just start watching Stardom. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm very very excited that Stardom is getting this money because that hopefully means that their web client will be a little bit better. Because that'll that'll be the day. It sucks so bad. Yeah, yeah. But isn't the New Japan one terrible too? It works. I can use it. On, I can use it on a Fire Stick if I want to. Yeah. If I want to watch Stardom, I have to like dig through a browser, and that's it. Uh, the New mm. Japan one, like the biggest issue is just its translation. Not that oh, okay. It doesn't work well. It's just like um, it's using Google Translate still. Um. All right. Well. Let's talk about the fucking job match because yes. Wait, wait, um, no, 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 guys! There's been a fucking kidnapping in Florida between Ra- with Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. They've been kidnapped. <laughs> Pretty sure it's King but Cuerno. Elijo Del Fantasma, King Cuerno. He is a luchador they signed that is going to be debuting in the NXT mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Title Tournament, which in we'll the, talk uh, about later. Okay. Yeah, the NXT G One. Yeah, I can't oh. wait. To, I cannot fucking wait for that. We'll talk about that but, after we get, yeah. go through all this. But yeah, so all these okay. like cruiserweights and stuff have been getting uh, kidnapped. I'm really excited yeah. to see where it goes. Ooh. Yeah, me too. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a fun angle to 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 have. But uh, yeah, I I thought that was interesting. I was like, well, you know, for having Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza do absolutely nothing for like the last year, this is kind of a fun, at least a fun who who got you, who got them kind of a story. Yeah, um, but let's talk about the uh, the big boy match. Um, I want to say one thing before we start yelling at each other about it. I think this is an endurance test to your fandom of professional wrestling. Oh, you're talking, of course, about Everlast versus you're talking about Everlast versus Indushir, of course, right, Derek? Oh, yeah, 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 Ever, no, let's do that first. Ever rise, Ever rise, Ever rise. That is a bad name. Oh, they're bad. Too, they are the best jobbers. They are the okay, except. That it took fucking pert near ten minutes. Yeah, uh, to get the job done. That doesn't make Indu Sheer look very good. That was rough. Like how long this match had to be to fill time. Like those dudes are not ready for a match longer than two minutes. Uh, I remember. I remember saying the same thing about Authors of Pain too. 
Like, like it just reminds me so much of that Axis because it's two big guys who are green who shouldn't be in there yeah. going long. You just got going. You got long. Bivens. You got Bivens Enterprises. You got Indusheer. It looks fun as hell. And then you got ten minutes of them going on with Everrise, and I'm like, um, I, it does not do anything good for their image. Anything it does good for no. fucking ever, everlast or everlong or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yep. I I only want to call them the wrong name. I just like they're just the best jobbers because they bump really hard. And they're just fun. They look Canadian as hell. They did their fucking best, like and like Jesus. It's just so obvious, like clear that these guys shouldn't be in the ring yet. You know, like past like a minute or two because it's not just that like they're a little sloppy. It's like the things they're sloppy about are weird like things that you don't like you shouldn't be on tv until you have sort out like when they go to do irish whips like it looks like they're gonna go against the ropes or something and then i think like Everrise was like correcting it and like putting themselves in the corner because that's actually where they're supposed to be like yeah. and that kept happening i was just like this is Oh, and when you got no when you got no crowd there, oi, oi, yeah, oi. And the the bigger dude um came in at one point, like the first time he got tagged in, he came in and did one slam and then tagged back out. Yep. It was a good slam. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But it sucks because they look I mean, like, yeah, like maybe authors of pain or something. It's like they look so fucking powerful. They look like and a really, really strong tag team. And their name's cool. Their name is cool and hard to pronounce. <laughs> uh but it's uh I yeah, I don't know. I I I get it they had to fill time, but I was still yeah. just like damn. <laughs> that, that's come on. We got Malcolm we got Malcolm Bivens name tied to this. <laughs> I thought that he needed to be more like they should have been featuring him more. Oh Cuz yeah. he is TV ready. Like oh, and he's so, been like, TV ready. Like he's been TV ready for, for a long time. So like they should have just featured him more in this match. I think maybe as it goes on, so like they kind of want to develop this because Triple H is like very like pro wrestling mindset when it comes to NXT. He's like, got to get the guys over first, and then the manager can. Yeah. Okay. Tri- yeah. Triple H talking about who gets to go over. Also, Triple <laughs> H with the uh, I'm gonna the go tw- over twenty. Yeah, twenty five years ago. Win? Twenty twenty five years of going over. Uh, <laughs> and we get to okay, celebrate. Right. It's like twenty. 20- Two years of going over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah when was when, which WrestleMania was squashed? Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, WrestleMania twelve. No soul the pedigree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I mean, I that's cool. I'm excited to see what happens with uh, you know, Everfresh gum or whatever. <laughs> ever mint. Ever ever mint. Ever ever clear. Damn it, I yeah. was about to do that one. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see more Bivens, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I, it'll happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about the saga of Jonathan Gargano and... Jonathan Failure Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I like Thomas Siampa. Um, Daddy Siampa? Like I said... Like I said this match is an endurance to professional wrestling fans. Um, it was slow. It was cut fucking bad. So but fucking I liked bad. it. I, but I liked it a lot. 
There's one. Yeah. I will say one thing. I really thing. liked it. Like the whole thing. I, I, I thought mean, it was good. I thought the whole thing was really fun. I thought it was more exciting than the Orton Edge match. But I will also say there was one big thing that I that all I have to say about it is you do not need to be taking the time to climb up on top of a big ass truck just to climb <laughs> back down to the ground, especially on the commercial break. I, they came, they came back from commercial. It's and like, I was like oh, oh they're coming down from the truck but it's almost like it's almost like thank god because of how awkward that must have that must have looked to be Dude, like all I was right so, let's like, get right, back down there right at the start the referee guy his name's drake yeah drake yeah yeah, drake yeah. maverick yeah he drake like, when they first when they first get <laughs> when they first get up on the truck he's like posted up right on the corner of the truck i'm like oh fuck get the fuck away from right at the edge of the truck <laughs> you're know. like 13 feet in the air uh, yeah, I I did. I liked it. I thought the whole thing was fun. I thought the cinematic sort of like style of it was so cheesy, but I lo- I thought I had a good time watching it. Uh, I definitely. I, just, I felt like I was watching a fight scene in the Marine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, it that it felt like a, a really long fight scene that was filmed bad. I really wish there were less camera cuts and maybe that someone was talking over it a little bit. Um, other than that, I. I enjoyed it because for the story, that's what they needed. I thought, and I, thought I mean, and, and I, I thought the end was, I mean, it swerved mm. me. I, lo- I thought it was really good, but I could feel, let's, I can, I can feel Zach. I can feel Zach. Yeah, just I'm, waiting. I'm just, let, I'm letting y'all go. And I, for the record, I actually still did enjoy this match. I'm being like a little bit hyperbolic saying it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I just was pretty fucking disappointed. Uh, by like the overall production of it like yeah um, production wise it was bad i agree and the thing is like everything that i dislike about it is only a step away from me liking it and i think they're mm-hmm. all like i think that the it the, basically this whole like production needed an outside i think viewpoint editing the ideas and editing the overall yeah. thing yeah, um, I can see that. The camera cuts were fucking abysmal. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. it, like, I'm. I don't know if Kevin Dunn produced this, but I'm guessing. Like, it felt like a kept like those Kevin Dunn SmackDown like fucking sanity entrances. Oh Jesus! Like, yeah. was, oh my god! It kind of makes you a little motion sick. I counted yeah. in like in a 10 second window, like just in the middle of the match, like kind of a down point actually. So it wasn't like super fast motion stuff. In 10 seconds, there were 12 cuts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> For no sp- reason. Like, yeah. And I thought it took away from the impact of a lot of moves that, like... Uh, yeah, I were, feel that. Where they cut away in ways that, like, didn't show it. Like, the air raid crash to the floor, I understand you're not actually going to show... They didn't actually do that. But they could have been more clever in, like, showing it from the opposite angle and have, like, a crash pad down there and then make a cut. They literally cut away from the action halfway through the fall and then just showed them on the ground. And and it's yeah. also one of those things where it's it's so weird to advertise and and they're calling it what they called it an empty building match or something. Like it was the the whole idea was it's just the two guys, Triple H sitting in his sweatsuit at the at the beginning, uh, and then Drake. Right? That that's how it was supposed to be presented. But that gets that it takes away from that so much when you have so many different cameras going and mm-hmm. you got so many different things going on at the same time. It's like, well, this doesn't feel like an empty building match. It feels like there's more people behind the fucking cameras than actually work. And I mean, the fucking match. 
Yeah. What I did enjoy was when Triple H like walks out and he's like, okay, when this door closes, you can start. And there was not a bell. I thought that was because a year ago there would have been a bell in a things filmed like there this. There literally was it would one have been... in the Edge and Orton. Yeah, uh, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I so like that kind of like I love all of that stuff. It's just like, man, for some reason it just felt like not the blow off. Like the idea of this match to me felt like the blow off this huge, and and all of that. Um, I just would rather one, just actually get to see these guys wrestle more. And that might be partially because, um, having just watched the edge and Orton match within the last couple of weeks, you know, like having experiences, which I actually preferred the production on that, making it feel like it was an actual, like people there documenting this thing happening. We're like, yeah, the cameraman would have to run and catch up and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, totally. Uh, there were literally like continuity errors in the filming of this, where it's like where they would change angles and there weren't, you should be seeing the cameraman. You were just like seeing through the, the point of view of, but now they're not mm-hmm. there anymore. Cause it's a new take. They like don't want to show the camera people. Yeah. Like, um, so there's just weird stuff like that. And then like 15 minutes into the match, suddenly they went to a crane shot that hadn't been used at all. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, there who was... the fuck is running that? Like, and I can suspend yeah. my disbelief in all of that, but just with how like visceral this feud is, it like, it just didn't feel quite right to me, you know? Like, I feel that. Um, yeah, I feel that. And like, also the empty building thing, I don't know, it just felt like, I think it's a cool concept. I would have rather, if Candace is going to be involved, this is a whole different, like, thing. Um, why not fucking have it at the house that the three of them shared? Or something like that. Like, I would love a living room brawl. If you're gonna, <laughs> like, even have, like, have it set up, like, have a fucking ring in the backyard or something. And have, like, it set up in that house just if you're gonna make it personal like that, you know? Yeah. Um, let them destroy a house. Um, this felt like... It was walking the line of a wrestling match and a movie fight scene to me. It's like they lot. wanted to do like a boneyard type thing. Right. And, but also be like, but we're pro wrestling, so uh has to be pro yeah. wrestling, yeah. but like cinematic. And just do one or the other for <laughs> Yeah, like you did. can't it doesn't work if you mix it. And I I, I think it can. I I just mm-hmm. don't think it quite I just landed. hope I hope this isn't genuinely the final the final beat or whatever. I, I, I think they have to, I, I hope they reprise it at least once for some sort of angle in front of a crowd again in, in a, just a, a straight up wrestling match because this I does, s- it, it didn't feel satisfying at the end. I except I mean the stuff with, with Candace, I did think was incredibly satisfying mm-hmm. uh, as it wrapped around uh, how it ended. But uh, for me, but uh, it, I would love to see a, an actual fucking wrestling match. Uh, yeah, to, to to end it between them, if that is what's going to be. And I think that will happen when they get both both get called up. Yeah, if so, they but, do, Zach, I, you weren't you weren't feeling the you weren't feeling the Candice spot in that match. No, I wasn't. Um, uh, at all. Uh, I think the like reveal that she gave him a cup is like I saw some people say that this match was NXT jumping the shark. 
I don't agree with that, but I do agree um, that it ha- that moment has all the potential to be. Where if like <laughs> NXT, su- if NXT suddenly wasn't good anymore, um, like if it started going downhill from here on out, I'd go. I would go look back and point to, oh, remember the really stupid swerve where she gave him a cup, where like he can't wrestle the way that he's been wrestling with that cup in the whole time, and also it like felt. I did so wonder that WCW like. And that's why I loved Fucking it. Cup. But like <laughs> literally like the cup thing. And like that feels like a WCW gag. They should have uh, gave him a steel plate for his belly instead. That would have been way yeah. fucking better. I yeah. think they kind of did something like this because I mean, Candace like getting a fresh coat of paint's going to be nice. Uh, Johnny actually kind of working with this bullshit, like chicken shit heel he is. It's like it's working it out. It kind of Put some closure, at least right now, well, on the whole thing because of and, and, of Champa, what he did afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we're gonna be fine coming out of this because um, I agree with Zach. It's not necessarily a jumping the shark. I mean, it, you could look to a point where if it does go downhill, but I don't think it will. I, think I don't think so either. But I think it's more so just like they wanted to do something in this to help kind of protect both of them coming out of it, as well as try to mm-hmm. at least put like a a little a new spin on something. Well, and they were. Well, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Champa doesn't wrestle like a babyface, but they made Champa a babyface in this match by him apologizing for what he did. Well, so that's and like, mm-hmm. um, he's yeah, he's a he's like he solidified himself more of a babyface because in this situation, I still think he's the bad guy, even though Johnny's a little shithead, and I love Johnny more than I've ever loved Johnny now. Um, Champa solidified himself as the good guy. Well, and there, so there'd been so much distance between the last time that this feud was really going on and now that yeah, it inevitably was going to hurt it. Because if you do look at it like in a continuous way, if you take that hug that they had <clears throat> when Champa got his neck injury, you take that out of it, and you show there. It took the idea of Johnny getting what he wanted, which was his fine. He finally got to beat Champa. Uh, Candace wasn't just the bereaved, uh, like, w- like wife spouse. Um, like there was this like thing that it, on paper, it's like, you can see in his mind and their minds that th- this is the triumphant moment that they've been waiting years for, yeah. but it left mm-hmm. you with this really uncomfortable feeling of just like, Oh, that went far. I thought it was brilliant. I, th- as far as a way for a heel to come out of a match being like that guy fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and so like, I thought, it, I mean, and it, if that was kind of what their plan was, and obviously they had to change it because of all the the orders, uh, I appreciate the ambition of it. Um, but I think that in, in in like as the idea of how this thing ends with like Johnny's triumphant moment, but nobody's really stoked for it, is a really cool, fun way to 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 end that that feud. But it, it but it yeah. had so much time that like over a year that we didn't get it that it. Even the buildup to this match didn't feel up to like what they had before. So I don't know. They were kind of fighting uphill the whole time. Yeah, and I just the the thing with Candice too. Like I like that he's not like you know the like crying like screaming wife that she's been in the past. But also like I don't love that like her character motivation and her like character turn so far have one hundred percent all been tied to Johnny. Yeah, like. I like the last time that she acted kind of heelish was the last time Johnny was a heel. Um, and she and had I dark just, like, hair. 
Hmm? She's gonna dye her hair again. You know um, she's gonna do she's, it. Yeah, just like Pam. Yeah, she's like fucking mean Pam. She she's like good enough to like she is worthy of her own shit. You know, like for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. And I only hope that one day that will happen. And I think they have to be separated for that to happen because wrestling is stupid <laughs> or well, i think have, having this be a heel turn for candace and then having that go its separate ways is a pretty fun way to kickstart something really cool for candace or but, have, have johnny yeah. reverse it and do like be similarly involved in her storyline um oh yeah I, I think, yeah 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 i think it would be fine if it went both ways like if she was like if he was also backing her up and stuff and like yeah it does her, seem but, it does seem like her focused on him and not the other way around. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Also, quick question for the end of this match. Whenever Johnny and Candace are driving off, there's oh. that other car. That was the Killer there. Cross car. Killer Cross yeah, and Scarlet, Scarlet Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Okay, I was like, is there somebody in that car? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I watched it a couple of hours ago and I was just like, somebody in that car. Just a weird, weird, East, just a weird Easter <laughs> yeah. egg of a couple <laughs> making been... out in a parking lot. They've been teasing Killer Cross for months, a month, oh, February, a while. January, yeah, I yeah. Like I don't do time doesn't exist anymore. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I should I should get in touch with the person I met who grew up with Killer Cross. Hell yeah! To her on the show. Yeah, that'd be so yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right. it was weird. We did though. it. It was weird. We did it. We talked about that match. We made it. Yeah. What's up, Lou? I love the cat. I love. I'm loving all the cat uh, cameos. This and is Louie. If you're just he listening has... to the audio version of this, uh, you're missing out because Derek's cat is yeah. in frame, and that tail he... is a fucking swinging baby. Yeah. He's... Go go subscribe to us. Bit.ly forward slash tube boys. Tube boys. <laughs> uh, did you guys Louie watch got... SmackDown last Friday? I did. I, did. I read oh, about it, but yeah. I got a pee, so I'll be right back. I caught the I caught the Keep recap. Uh, I caught the recap. I know I didn't watch it. I watched the Hulu edit, and really, I wrote down some notes. Uh, Elias still sucks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Derek, get back here! And then we need I, someone to stick up for Elias. I really liked uh, Tucker's line of smitten with my boy Otis's kitten. That was yeah. all I had for SmackDown. Tucker's um, very good. Um, Tucker's yeah. great. Oh yeah, he's a, he's like the. I don't know. He's just like the quirky friend, but like also he's like the like not funny guy in the group. It's really weird. Yeah, like everyone could be so lucky as to have a friend like Tucker, yeah. who's kind of just a, a solid, you know, just a foundational L- solid. Lucky to have right a Tucky. Lucky to have a Tucky. Tucky. You know, we got lucky to see uh, the fucking Forgotten Sons, dude. Oh, forgotten gosh. Sons on SmackDown, that. dude. How'd you forget, dude? How'd you forget they're forgotten, dude? Because I watched it like two hours ago and I forgot. <laughs> because <laughs> nobody what? cares about the Forgotten Sons. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's like, oh, what a fucking fun big after mania call up. It's because they don't want to do anybody that's like actually good or like involved in storylines. No, yeah. they need ju- they need tag team jobbers apparently. Yeah, exactly. And they beat the Lucha House Party, but like it wasn't even a squash match. No, like, like Lucha House Party was in control, like a good chunk of the match. Yeah, they kicked a lot. Of ass. Jackson <laughs> Riker so has become like been getting worse and worse as a wrestler too, which but sucks because he, he looks he looks like a fucking million dollars. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and Wesley Blake know. looks like a bag of mashed potatoes. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he's done the reverse Murphy. I know. Yeah, right. They used to kind of Murphy look just, similar. Murphy just kind of sucked all of uh, all of his uh, Wesley Blake's uh, uh, whatever e- his Space Jam essence out of him. Sure. Um, Braun and Shin- I like how they did this um, on Friday, and then they also then did it on Monday. They set their main event angle up and like kind of kept bringing up everything throughout the show, so at least it kind of had some continuity to it, which sometimes mm-hmm. I feel they don't do. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, Shinsuke losing to Braun, like, it sucks, but... It, I mean, it, it makes sense. He's the, he's the champion. Yeah, you gotta put him over yeah. somebody, like, credible first, and, like, Shinsuke still has cred, so... He's he's surfing. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. If he can find a <laughs> private beach... I'm sure, he, I'm sure he can find a private beach. Well, he probably has one, like, where he lives now. Yeah, where he probably, just, cool, like, like, he probably just looks on like an ocean front or something. He just walk to walk to the beach. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but and then the the fiend challenged. Uh, I didn't, so I didn't watch it. But the fiend challenged uh, Braun. Yes, I hate that. Hmm? Um, I am I'm not either at all. Yeah, either. Like, there's no good way out of this unless the match doesn't happen. Like, yeah, <laughs> if Braun winning sucks for Bray. Ray winning sucks. Means he has the title again. Means he has the title again, which whatever. And you also, kill, you kill one of their characters, like dead. If, like, mm-hmm. out of this. What they also, need? Who do you sacrifice? What they need to Ron? do is no. You're never going to sacrifice the monster among men. I'm not a transitional champion. <laughs> like he literally had the IC belt for two weeks, like not that long ago. He is a transitional champion. <laughs> He's, he's I'm never gonna be a transitional champion. He's Kane. Like, <laughs> like makes so much sense. Um, what they should do is have it be a another Firefly Fun House, like a Funhouse match esque thing, yes. and then just have it end in a a way that's like, wait, match never happened. So I guess. Braun's still champion, and then have Braun be changed somehow by it, like yeah, by the experience, and, okay, and have it I mean, be like Bray didn't actually care about the title; he cared about changing Braun. Yeah, and I would love to see Bray in that situation, or Braun a, in that situation. So me too. Like, like the thing is, is you can't like what sucks about all this is that like nobody else is ready, and like you can't beat Bray. Right? If you if you beat uh, Bray right now, he's that's his last. He's dead. That's his last he's chance. He's had a thousand yeah. chances, yeah. and yeah. you also can't be Braun because then it's just like you're just a big he's fucking had, idiot. He's been microwaved I, too many times. I exactly. also don't want the fiend to have a title. I don't like it because it kills the belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love to see him have a run with fucking mid card belt at some point, like, and see what he would do with that, like. Do some wacky shit with a mid card belt, like the U.S. title eventually, oh. like some someday down the road, but not the main. You, oh, you know what I would love? I would love if, and I know that I know that he's been a, tangentially a part of another little gimmick right now. But if we got a returning Mustafa Ali, just fucking trying to David and Goliath his way up there, and then we just fucking throw the strap on Mustafa, baby, new era, no, so new see, era. Yeah. Okay, so I got, I was. Um, we need we need a pandemic champion. That's not pandemic wrong. champion. Drew's a really good one, but. Um, <laughs> I was really um, up there, if you will, and I was texting. Nice, bro. 
Um, Praying guys. to the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And I was Easter talking about this day. giant idea I have for Mustafa Bray feud because, like, <laughs> yes, Bray White is like the ultimate like darkness there, and Mustafa's thing is like he's like, like be the light, and like no, he's a hacker. Up, he's gonna hack into it, and it would end yeah, up being drop like it. a um, yeah, like Mustafa is just like so pure like, with his intentions and being the light that Bray can't hurt him even in a Firefly Funhouse match. And then finally, like, you get so cinematic that, like, the fucking, like, little light circle shit he has on his hand, like, fucking takes down Bray. And, like, there it is. Hadouken! Just, just the worst version of a Mortal Kombat movie. Because, oh, I would love, I would love, I, like I would it. fucking I like die it. for that, dude. Like, Mustafa's a good dude. He's a good wrestler. He's a great, like, bigger person for, like, media for WWE. He, like, hits every single thing. And mm-hmm. it could be, like, and he's a hacker. He's a fucking hacker. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I think it's. I think we're due for a, a new sort of stretch where that belt doesn't get held on for for years at a time. I think it. It would be nice to start. You know, you have a champion. At, you know, give him a few pay per views, build up a fun feud, just pass it around for a little while, just get it yeah. back in circulation. We needed a. We need another gender, but cool. Yeah. Uh. So just gender. <laughs> what if Ginger comes back from injury and that's just like new gimmick? He's, he's just wearing sunglasses. The sunglasses. That'd like, be sick. He's the same character, but just with shades. That'd be that would rock, dude. And then when he's the inevitable three MB feud with Drew, he's gonna win because <laughs> he's wearing shades. Hell yeah! Because nice, he's cool as a cuke. Yeah, because the future's so bright, you gotta wear shades, baby. Good old so bright. Cute. He's got a cuke. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna kill. That was the best part of the brawl for all thing. I, 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 I'm excited to watch it. We could talk about it, but I have yet to see it. Um, did you guys cover all of SmackDown? While I was pissing. No. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I really the only thing you missed is I said Elias sucks. True. Aw. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, and the Forgotten Sons are there. I don't know if you were back for that. <laughs> oh, who's others. that? Um, one thing I do want to mention is I texted Matt about this and I'm still mad about it. Actually, I texted all you guys about it. Uh, Johnny Argano is the ultimate heel because of the, what he named his dog. Pod me? Podway? Podman. I'm at a point where like, I love Johnny Argano. He's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. (laughs) Outside of the ring, I think... He's a fucking dork, and Baron Corbin is cooler than he is. You know Fuck. that Johnny Gargano has a wall of Funko Pops. Like, that's, that's... Oh, 100%. Derek, I mean, you might not be wrong. I mean, fucking Baron's into cool cars. Drunken and heads. He's in skulls. He's into skulls, dude, which I do yeah. actually think is fucking really bad. Heads. He is showing off yeah. his drunken head that he owns. Like, oh, he, I would rather he, hang out with Baron Corbin than Johnny Gargano. He has a Minions tattoo, I, and he's I cooler would. than Johnny Gargano. Does he really have a Minions tattoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, does. oh, sir, so we hang out with Gabe, who had a bumper sticker on his car that said, my other car is a Millennium Falcon. Well, yeah, Gabe's a fucking dweeb, but, but Gabe's not... He's okay. our dweeb. And so... Gabe is Gabe is my Johnny Gargano. Yeah, so... And Aaron is my Candice LeRae, and I love them very much. Okay. Okay, I think, never mind, if, I take it if back. You're, you're, cooling, you're cooling down. If you're no, I, now them, you got me all fired then up. Then it would be like, oh, okay, I get this here. 
Yeah. I bet I would get along with him. I would just get too stressed out and have to leave because it's like, I don't want to hear one more fact about Disneyland, Johnny. It's fine. He's I probably don't care. really upset that he can't go to Disney World like oh, at, every other the, weekend the, now. Probably why they all fucking turned was the one that got him into it. He didn't, he, and the, he hadn't even gone there before. Huh? And I know your rankings of the Marvel movies. You don't gotta tell me again, Johnny. It's fine. Yes, I do! <laughs> we are um, NXT! Right. <laughs> Monday Night Raw? Oh, so I like the one that happened yesterday? You talk to me? Yeah. Because we already, I'm done. I'm over it. <laughs> You're one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, I did not watch yesterday's Raw. I did not. It was good. I was playing. I was playing Animal Crossing while I watched it. But yeah, it was alright. Sick, sick. I read about it. Um, I really um, like the team of uh, said Ricochet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they have a real name? Not yet. Okay, because I've seen so many fake names that I'm like, these are all bad. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Somehow they'll still come up with the worst one. <laughs> oh yeah, they That's will. True. Rico Drick. Um, uh, they had a really who fun did they, match. Who did they, against, who did they match uh, up against? Viking Raiders. <laughs> and it was really Speaking cool. Speaking of names, yeah. yeah. So it was them versus War Machine, and it was really cool because like they gave them a lot, and then of course they just fucking bumped around for those big boys. Oh, I'm sure. Um, that sounds sick. They're doing fucking. <laughs> Andrade, Austin Theory, and uh, Angel Garza are now like together, and they're Listen doing the Bernabéu's De Raw. Yeah, hell yeah, dude! I think I think Austin Theory is such a good addition to that. I feel it's, like I agree. having a young up and comer, up and coming talent, uh, a real Randy Orton in evolution, if you will. It's, it's but yeah. like they're all that age. <laughs> all, yeah. Yes. Like yes. Who who did he replace? I forgot. Uh, Andrade, because Andrade yeah. was out for a while. Oh, okay, so, so was, now he's was... just part of this. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. that's sick. I liked how at first it was like a, a like a new LWO type thing, and now it's just that with Austin Theory. It's it's like Zelina's well, I mean, hand was faction. I will say like, she, she, he was a part of the original Los Cinco Bernabés, so like in Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that rocks. He was okay, there sick. before, like, and like nights already, buddy. So like that. Yeah, yeah. It's him and and okay. Roosh. Okay, that's that rocks. Okay, I fuck with it now. And Roosh is doing an an Ingo Bernabe's faction in Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so well, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad that wasn't uh, his. What was what was his, what was injured on Andrade? His like ribs. ribs. What was it? Ribs. Yeah. I'm glad he's back. I really like that team. Um, and so yeah, it was fun. Also, Kira Tozawa was on Raw against uh, fucking. Didn't he fight? Yeah, he fought. Uh, who the fuck was it? Theory that he fought, yeah, 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 yeah. He fought Austin Theory. I was trying to remember if it was him or Garza. Oh man, that's rad. But it was really good match. And then like that team like beat everybody up. And then Seth Rollins was just cutting weird promos in the back the whole day. Just kept cutting. <laughs> yeah, I, heard, I hated that. It made me so mad. I heard Our, they were really sick. No, sick. not in the slightest. It was so fucking dorky. <laughs> He's sitting there with his his little jacket with the fur on the collar. Yeah, all like Vin Diesel jeans, jacket with the fur, with the fur. He's like, <laughs> I, he he's literally he's just leaning into the whole. I am the new Messiah, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dead, bro. That rocks. Honestly, I fuck with that, dude. I'm the Messiah of Madden, and I'm the Messiah of Monday Night Raw, dude. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the thing that Seth can do right now that I'm enjoying him in. I granted, I haven't seen his promos of last night. Oh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm cool with him. I, I'm just predisposed to hate Seth. It's okay. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair, and it's valid. Um, I guess I'm just, I'm just looking for ports in the storm. You know, same. I like, uh, but uh, Seth is so good as like, a shitty heel. He is. He is. He is, is a fucking, shitty heel. Company, company man, baby face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Does not work for him. Um, but I'll tell you what's on my mind that I'm so excited about. What's on your mind, Matt? Cruiserweight tournament. Oh, fuck. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. going to be some of the best wrestling WWE is going to have going for a little while. Do you while. have the uh, participant? Do there I? Is one? Does anybody? Uh, I, I can't right one. now. I didn't know there was one. No, I, uh, I I have a two monitor situation going on right now. So. Whoa! Hell yeah, cool. More monitors, more more monitors, more money. Yeah, I have two, just not right now. I don't believe you. Oh shit! Oh my god! Fuck! I mean, wow! I'm not. This is. I'm not using my, my work computer for my personal business. Okay, here we go. It's loading. What? Oh, what? What? Do, 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 do. All right, so it's, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's round robin, just like the G1. Uh, Sick. Group A is Kushida, Drake Maverick, Tony Nese, Jake Atlas. Hell yeah. Also, did you guys see the promo that Drake Maverick cut on Instagram? It was really no, good. what did he say? Just about how, like, since the day he's pretty much been in there, he's been trying to get on TV and trying to be a wrestler. And now he has the opportunity, and Perfect said he's no longer the uh, GM of Two O Five. Piss pants guy. No, it's just he's no longer Captain Captain PP Pants. Yeah, it's just I don't know, just really cool. You forget how good of a character he really is. Mm. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see that uh, side of it. Rockstar right. Spud was he did some amazing oh. stuff as Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud in EC Three was fantastic in that. Mm, movie. That <laughs> the match that they had in England. Oh was yeah, so good. I haven't heard that name in a while. EC <laughs> Three, baby. Well, he's also in this turn of <laughs> to just his leg. <laughs> I mean, Buddy Murphy. Was I mean, you, you stack the two of them next to each other. Maybe you could. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so group uh, B is uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, um, Akira Tozawa, Jack Gallagher. They still call him Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Yeah. Even though he's like new, his new thing. Like, doesn't have, yeah, yeah, I have tattoos. Thing. Yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> You know, character from like Snatch. Yeah. Jack Gallagher. And then the yeah. uh, debuting El Hijo del Fantasma. Yeah. Ooh. That B block is so good. All of them I are still really can't good. believe. I can't believe that Cody's tattoo and Gallagher's tattoo like <laughs> oh. were revealed on the same day. Good day. Wait, that does was... Gallagher have a shitty neck tattoo now? No, he has a oh. shitty chest tattoo. Yeah. Oh, no. But compared to, like, it's at least well done. Like, okay. Yeah, and it, and it's in a decent place. It mm. it it in a better place than weirdly in a weird <laughs> spot on your neck. It's yeah. just, it's just very like, um, like American classic sailboat, like big oh, so sailboat. I like I, I mean, you know, props to Cody. Sure, it seems like a great guy. You get an American, you get something tattooed on your neck that has an American flag. I'm immediately. <laughs> putting you in the white supremacist category <laughs> and then you're going to prove yourself otherwise you find mm-hmm. out of that hole it's a hole you dig yourself in by getting an American flag something tattooed on your neck yeah true true 
Looks like, like it'd be on a, a gun Punisher, It's like, anytime I see a Punisher logo on any vehicle when Fuck. I drive yep. around town. Shit. Yep. 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 Exactly. <laughs> or that's the Punisher. Yeah. It's the Punisher bumper sticker of, of tattoos. <sighs> I agree. But I can't wait that, for that. I can't wait for some good, good cruiserweight wrestling. I, yeah, I, they're only. I, and I is love there a good only an A and a B. An a but and it's B round ball? robin G one style. So it's gonna be so many okay. matches. Okay, okay, sick. Yeah, so uh, everyone faces everyone. Yeah, it's gonna be. Who do you so think is nice. gonna come out of it? I, I think it has to be Kushida. I hope so. That'd be um, cool. I, I don't know anything about. Uh, uh what Fant- Phantasma? Oh, del Phantasma. Well, you've definitely seen him wrestle as King Cuerno. King Cuerno. Oh, okay. Well, that's sweet. He started up uh, with uh, WWE NXT, and like his first like day of practice, he like blew out his knee. Uh, it's definitely a lingering injury. Yeah, probably. Um, oh yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I think Kushida has to win because I like if you think about like where they go from there is like it's the eventual matchup between an interim champion and then the former champion. So. They've got the undisputed, so it'd be Jordan Devlin versus like a, a babyface Kushida. So I think it has to be a babyface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And also, Devlin is really fucking good. And I think just to get people to care, um, it would be um, good to get him get somebody like Kushida that people actually like. Yeah, that's honestly a very dope tattoo. Oh wow. Oh yeah, I mean he kind of looks super badass. <laughs> yeah, he looks sick, especially with the one on his arm that matches it. Look at his he's another yeah. one on his left arm. I like how he. De- I mean, that's definitely a conversation you have with the tattoo artist, where it's like we're going around the nipple, we are not going on the <laughs> nipple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, figure out how to stop doing this. But. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you can stop sharing the screen or something. I mean, I'm sure that, um, yes, there's a way, I'm sure. No, we're just gonna keep Jake Gallagher on the <laughs> on the screen for the rest of the video. Yeah. Fine with me. We're fine by the seat of our pants here, folks. <laughs> so, um, the secret sixth guest. Anything, <laughs> anything... Anything else wrestling related y'all want to talk about? Um, they announced three matches for next week's Monday Night Raw for the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Oh, we also didn't uh-huh. talk about the women qualifiers either, but um, we'll get to that as well. So one of the matches is MVP versus fucking Apollo Crews. So it looks like they're kind of trying to do something with Apollo, which is cool. Which I, is good. awesome. I, good. I hope they pair them together. I think that could be a really cool pair. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're also getting Austin Theory versus Aleister Black. Ooh, hell yeah! And hell then yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Murphy. Ooh, oh, nice. That's gonna be so sweet. Yeah, and so that's gonna be cool. And then on Monday we had uh, Ruby Wright and Oscar, who actually had a really killer opening match, and Oscar won, so she's in the Money in the Bank. Um, cool. Sick. Then it was Sarah Logan versus Shayna Baszler. And they did that spot that they did with Dakota Kai in NXT where she oh, the breaks elbow her thing? arm. Yeah, they did the elbow thing. And, and it was, I thought they sold it really well and it looked fucked up. So that's sick. Cool. They did a good job. I, I, I'm, I feel like Shayna's got to win. I, I, I think, I hope she, I hope she takes the whole thing. This is one where uh, she doesn't need to because it's a ladder match. And so it's like not necessarily anybody loses, you know? 
But if you if you think of like a character who's going to be this imposing presence carrying around this briefcase of like when are they going to strike? Shayna's so so in position for that. Yeah, I think it'd be so entertaining. It could definitely. She's be gonna. Good. I hope she just breaks ladders, like puts ladders and submission moves and breaks them, and then and bites through them, dude. And then Nia Jax beat Kyrie Sane, and I'm still mad about it. Uh, what? Was oh it? yeah. Oh yeah. Tamina showed up too. Or was yeah, that on Nia, SmackDown? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. All right. <laughs> I'm. I just am not a fan of Nia Jax at all. Yeah. Whereas, I don't. The idea of. Uh, I mean, uh, who's going to put on a, a more fun performance between, uh, you know, Kyrie or Nia in a, a ladder match? It seems like Nia's just there to be the muscle. Uh, you know, as like, I mean, I mean, Kane's won ladder matches, so I don't know. He's but. been in the most money in the bank matches of anyone. Ooh. Yeah. One, one. So, I mean, and I'm excited, you know, Nia just came back. It, I'm glad that they're at least it consistent with being like, all right, well, let's push her. But as far as a money in the bank match goes, I would much rather see Kyrie hopping off that thing. I'd rather see like, most anybody else. <laughs> Fuck, I'll even take Lana. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking video with, with Homer doing the his like fucking saxophone impersonation with like Lana's video is the best. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, there was a question that Blurg asked us last week that I want to get to. Oh yeah. Because I really like it, and I really want to know Blurg's answer too. So. Much like John Cena, if you had to go through the Funhouse Nightmare, what would the eras of your life be broken up into? I have... I can go first, because I've thought about it a lot. Okay. Um, first would be uh, my uh, Christian Christian rock phase. Um, okay. When I thought that um, this band called FM Static was the best band. Um and um thousand foot crutch um hold up your rock face hell yeah um and then it would be my like it, it pains me to say but my uh my straight edge self um i would have to fight fight me uh not doing drugs uh or drinking alcohol and thinking i was better than other people um i hope it's like uh, the, my- the recon shirt version of that too Oh yeah, but yeah, and before that would be my uh, pop punk and Zell phase. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then last, I think that would be it, because I think like this is my final form. So yeah, those those currently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that is a really good question. Um, I yeah, I mean, do you start it when you're a, like a, a child or like a teen? Just whatever. Just whatever you can like, kind of break it up into different, just eras. different little eras. Uh, yeah, the era where I was super into, uh, <laughs> I don't know, visiting my great grandma at the old folks' home uh, when I was like four or five. That was probably it. Just it's distinctive. Uh, it was my favorite place to go, uh, and it smelled uh, like artificial uh, peach, and that's a fun uh, place to go when you're a child. Uh, okay. So I would fight that version of myself. <laughs> I would fight the version of myself that, you know, was going to uh, definitely like the era where Bring Me the Horizon was my favorite band. Um, Still, as he says, that's going to be in mind. Too. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
any band with the most problematic lyrics you could imagine. <laughs> uh, that phase of Suicide myself. Suicide Silence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Suicide Silence. Uh, uh, oh my god. Yeah, there's a lot. I listen to more uh, Muir than I'm proud to admit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that um, here. <laughs> but uh, so there would be that for sure. Um, and then probably uh, drinking a shit that. Uh, so then after that, uh, late teens, early twenties, just drinking too much and doing drugs a lot would be one. <laughs> um. Would and Dickie then now Rivers me being make a, an appearance? Who? Would Dickie Rivers make an appearance? Of course, dude. Of course, I'm okay, getting cool. there. Uh, then oh, the, sorry. My, my time on the diamond. Um, <laughs> my time on the diamond as Dickie Rivers, I would definitely have to fight him. Uh, and now I'm just a guy who doesn't leave his house very much, and not just because it's a quarantine. <laughs> so I'd fight all those forms. Um, I guess I'll go. I'll fight little kid wrestling, you say? <laughs> yeah. Because what, what did you do to me? <laughs> I never left that. Um, like probably after that, I'd fight like preppy, like baseball boy, football boy. You said uh, just because he was kind of an asshole. I would fight high school myself and Gabe. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I heard you guys were the shitheads of that school. We were shit I remember. I fucking. I remember that. I, like we, like everybody liked us because we were just like fucking out of control. Uh, but we were, like, nice to most people. But, like, one of the big things, like, I remember of shithead me was, like, me and my friend Austin got uh, our biology class so off topic that we didn't get to a whole unit that we were supposed to. Huh, that's strange that Isai would do something like that. Yeah, and, like, I didn't care <laughs> to the point, like, where I just told the, the teacher, I'm like, hey, don't give me the homework. I'm not going to do it, but I'll get an A on the test, so it's cool. <laughs> so that, I'll fight him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> super straight hair, um, backcombed, uh, seeing Isai nice, getting fought. Hell OB, yeah. OB. It's the Isai I met. Um, that guy's getting fought. Uh, the, the Isai that used to go to Dirty Little Roddy's and Main Street Beach Joe's getting fought. <laughs> oh, thank God. And, <laughs> and what about the, what about the Isai that would, uh, when I, when I would get too drunk at your apartment would just make me do fucking terrible, terrible thing. You didn't make me. I was highly suggestible though. Yeah. And also that, that one. was, that was the, that's same, the same Isai. Same Isai. <laughs> yeah. Same period. Yeah. And yeah, that, those are the Isais I'd fight. After that, I, I, I mellowed out a lot. Cause then like I got super sick and then like that, I, yeah. that really changed me as a person, which is for the best. Yeah, it did. That'll do it, man. Imagine that. Yeah. And almost yeah. dying. Almost Near death experience. Crazy you. what it will do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like from there, like I mean, obviously there's growing steps, but nobody'd want to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so except maybe I've the inside got... that used to smoke spice every now. <laughs> I don't think you want to fight that. Any version of that person. No, that East has I'm sorry, that East has gonna win and then we're stuck with him. <laughs> You're right. Um I've got like Christian, just Christian school kid in general, Zach. Um, for you know, third the first thirteen years, like again, not first thirteen, but you know, first eighteen years of my life, it's just church kid. Would it be like a fight, like where there's like a big group of bad guys, and you have to like kind of go through like this is five year old Zach, seven year old Zach, and like big fight, <laughs> yeah, over 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 the top elimination, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like there's some very differing versions of that. Zach, because I was like, 
I don't know. I don't even know what I was as a little kid. I was just like this Christian kid who like, you know, that's about it until like I started getting good at sports. There was that. Jock Zach. I could dunk a basketball once. Um, I was that, that Zach's going to win. That Zach was very fast, too. I had my like I had my uh, school's record in the 100 meters. Shit. Ran an 11, 8, 8. Hundred meter, yeah. And I thought it was because like scared just, of that. Because like how tall you were, you had long legs, but you don't. No, I don't. I have very short yeah. legs for my That's height. A, I'm mostly torso. Yeah, yeah. Mostly and with torso. how tall you are, and being that quick with like where you're like seventy percent torso, I'm like holy shit. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking um, wild. I I was like that was in eighth grade, and I was six like six feet tall and weighed one hundred and thirty pounds because like, my body hadn't caught up yet. Yeah, so. Um, I was just all speed. Were you the kid like in sports? Like you like shot up before everybody else did? No, not really. Oh, okay. But like, I mean, I was tall, but not like there were kids taller than me. I, I remember like tall. in like sixth and seventh and eighth grade basketball, like everybody would be around the same height. Like you're kind of growing, but there'd be like that one, like, like six foot three, like person that would just be like, holy shit. They sh- they shot up a lot, and then everybody else kind of catches up finally in a few years. I just always remember those kids. I just grew like six inches in seventh and eighth grade. Jesus. So, yeah. Um, then I started playing music. So there's, yeah, Christian hardcore Zach. Just terrible. I knew that, Zach. Then Jock Zach stayed through. At the same time, I was like kind of Miley Cyrusing it a little bit. Like I'd go play sports, but then like be the cool, cool. Oh hell yeah! Get in a in a Christian metalcore band. Oh um, yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I get that. Uh, I don't during college. I don't know. I was like weird. Like I just I'd go to like every sports game, but then like like every BSU football game. I literally went to every single one for four years. Damn. Um, Sounds like Jock Zach never never left. Kind of, but then also I like was the first person among my like Christian friends that that were all going to BSU to start smoking weed, um, taking that bowl of pasta to the gas station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that Zach would be fun to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally walking a mile with a bowl of pasta. I love that. To a gas station. Um, yeah, and then I was in an indie folk band for a while. So then I became Hipster Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Bonacup Zach. Yeah, Kendama Zach. God, none of them are close enough. <laughs> Next time. Um, yeah, Kendama Zach. Skateboarding Zach. I just I I do like a lot of things really shittily. Yeah. Me too. Alright. Alright, Blurk, who would you fight? Oh, all right, let's see. Let's go through the eras. Uh, my mom made me play sports a lot as a kid. You know, I wasn't necessarily good at them. I was way better at them when I was tinier, but as I got older, I really liked french fries, and so I got fat, and then I wasn't as good at sports anymore. Um, once so be- hit- begrudging, begrudging athlete uh, Emma yeah, is one, uh, one era? Yeah, then once we get into middle school, I start playing trombone. And so it transfers Sick. over into band. Yeah, my dad, uh, it all, my, my dad, we know, then, we know uh, about the band life. Oh, I do. Uh, that was also my shitty phase where I 
thought I was really edgy. Him being edgy was funny. And like Ray was really funny. Oh, Emma, I was that what you just what you just said uh cut out. Oh, what did you think it's funny? Uh, Oh, what's funny? I, what's uh, funny? Edgy jokes, edgy racist jokes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had yeah. I had my shitty phase uh, that went pretty much all through high school too. Yeah, uh, high school I mean was pretty much just band. Pretty much that's really all I did. Special in band, so I'd fight basically from like middle school to high school. It would be just band fight. Uh, college is where my brain broke and. That would become super studious form, where I was studying for college way too hard and worked way too hard and would get really upset when I would make like an 85 on a quiz that was like 5% of my grade. Uh, Okay. Uh, Yeah. And so I overworked. Hey, when you're in it, you're in it. I I overworked myself on that one. Uh, And then after I got done with college... So the, I don't even know what that would fight would even be, because most of the time in college, whenever I was done studying, I would just crawl under my bed and go to sleep. Uh, and yes, not on my bed, under it. Uh, I was going to say, under a nice under-the-bed slumber? Yeah, a nice under-the-bed slumber. Not going to knock that. Uh, and then after I got done with college, I was just kind of like, I don't really care about appearances anymore. And that's where all of my anime figures come from. And now, I, and now I buy Pokemon cards. And Sick. I, I don't care anymore. Sick. Hell yeah, nor should you. I, no. I'm, I'm 24 years old and I live in my parents' house, but I don't live. care. I got Pokemon cards. Live your truth. Fuck yeah. Get it while uh, the getting's good, dude. Uh, other than that, I can't think of any other phases. I, I mean, in the middle school to like early high school phase, there was definitely the Screamo. Phase, I was definitely into the screamo oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Then towards the end of high school was definitely my folk phase. Oh yeah, you know that's a, that reminds me too. Yeah, there definitely would have been a sensitive there. Uh, there's a gap for me between that hardcore shitty guy uh, like stuff and then uh, being way into partying. There was definitely like a very soft, <laughs> soft indie phase that would have to make it a, a fight as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I forgot about college phase. Just writer, Zach, where I was like... Literature, Zach. I was, yeah, very, very literary. So, watch this. <laughs> so we'd all have to... Yeah, yeah I think for, for myself, at least, and I think I might have to imagine most people, like, at my most, like, edgy, quote-unquote, edgy, shitty teen years, that's going to be my most formidable opponent. Yeah, because I feel like I would say some mean shit to almost thirty year old me. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say some really transphobic oh. shit to myself, and then yeah. I would feel bad. Oh yeah, Christian, <laughs> yeah. Christian me would call thirty year old he a fag. Um, Straight edge me might kill me. <laughs> oh shit! Like you've been, been betrayed the code. At my highest form of straight edge, like one day I woke up and realized, oh. Everything I am now as a teenager, I would hate, but I like myself more than I did then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? It's a it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Personal growth isn't always pretty. Yeah. And also, I, you know, I think we, we become happier, especially with who we in are. hindsight. Like, there's definitely points in certain needs that I would fight that, like, I feel like ended up being like decent. But like for the most part, yeah. like if I could take like all the good stuff out of there, which I think that I oh, think yeah, that's yeah. what growth is. Is like I still yeah. love sports, 
but like I'm not a yeah. I'm not an asshole. I like to party. Yeah. But it's like I'm not like fucking going to bro down fest with Novotny anymore. <laughs> You're just drinking four locos in your living room. Yeah, I'm being a lot. I don't, I'm out of four locos, but um, <laughs> no, it's just like there's certain things. Uh, like I wish I had like old scene me's like fucking super crazy passion for like any music that was happening live. <laughs> Fuck, dude, I feel you real. I feel you on like, that. Like every like every show that like I see now, I'm like, oh, I would like to go see that band. I probably won't go. Then I just be like, yeah. oh, there's a show at the venue tonight. I'm there. <laughs> Yeah, I, def- I definitely miss like middle school, early high school me's willingness to draw all the time. Because he used yeah. to draw like a lot. It was never good. I was just drawing like shitty comics, making fun of my teachers. <laughs> yeah, but, sick. But yeah. now, but now it's just like I can't, I can't do it anymore. I don't have, uh, I don't have the talent. Well, honestly, and it gets it gets harder to like. Because I was thinking about, I was just about that yesterday. I was like, you know, when you're younger, you're just bored. And so you just want to get get it out, whatever that whatever the fire is, you just want to get it out. And then after a yeah. certain point, it's just like, I don't know, you know, like I remember for me, music was definitely that thing where it was like, that was the big passion thing that I didn't give a fuck what I just do. And then it's like at a certain point, too, it's like, oh, it stopped being just fun thing and more of like, oh, I how do I make this the, the daily grind kind of a thing? Yeah. Because you just get it's just not as like uh, you're not doing it because you're bored and just want to do something fun. I just miss being bored, I think. <laughs> um, I mean, right now, I don't miss being bored. bored. I'm just, I'm just too fucking. I'm too literally. I'm too anxious to ever be bored. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, work, I, I'm I, working I, on it. I'm I wake up every it. morning feeling like the world. I've made the world explode, but now the world's <laughs> actually exploding. So now I'm just kind of like, fuck. What do I worry about now? And I don't know if it's the same with you, Blurg, with that, but. Part of me is like almost relieved at that, where I'm like, "Oh, I'm not being irrational." <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, "Oh wait, yeah, no, it's actually bad for once." Yeah, like, "Oh my gosh, we're all we're all agreeing that this all sucks." Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a fun one yeah, to think about. I, that's why I cut it last time because I knew it would take a while. Oh yeah. Um, do you got one more quick one off the top of your head, Blurg? Uh, shit. I had the One Piece one from last week, but that one would take a while, too, because it's like a whole discussion about what we would be on a pirate ship. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We'll, do, we'll save that for next week. Yeah, we'll save that one for another time. Yeah, I, can't yeah. really, I can't really think okay. of another one. Not off the top of my head. I, I should have worked that, on that a little bit more. But I was trying no, to you, catch shouldn't, up. you shouldn't have worked on anything. You no, I, honestly, it's been really awesome that you joined us on this, uh, this week, and hopefully more weeks, and hopefully yeah. your webcam works. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll work on that a little bit more. But yeah, I have the mic yeah. set up and everything. So I now that I have a this all set up, I just hadn't been back because you know my mom didn't have her job, so I didn't have my podcast studio anymore. Which yeah. I say podcast studio, but it was literally <laughs> just a boardroom in an office with a shitty little Samson mic. That's Hell all yeah. it was. That's, you know I, that's all it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Let's 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 cut it cut it there. Uh, thank you all for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Uh, Happy Rusev oh, okay. Day, of course. Okay, oh, of course. Can, can, uh, I, can I put a call out for something? Right absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah call sorry. out culture. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, as you guys may or may not know, I do work at an animal shelter. Yes. And so, and working at the animal shelter is very hard right now because yeah. we do not, we can't have anybody come in. Yeah. And so it's basically us just kind of sitting there all day. It's very lonely and it's very boring. Mm-hmm. What I would like to recommend for everybody is that, if possible, if you have the funds to do so, 
maybe give your local shelter a call. Ask them if they need any supplies, maybe food, mm-hmm. maybe cleaning supplies such as soap or laundry detergent or anything like that. Ask if you can maybe sponsor the adoption fee of a pet. Uh, stuff like that is going to help out a lot because I have a feeling that once these uh, bans of social gatherings and stuff end, given the current economic climate that is going to be heading out, a lot of people are not necessarily going to be able to afford the food to feed their pet. Even though they might necessarily not want to give away their pet, they might be forced with that situation where they might have to. You can load up your shelter on some dog food to give away, which we've done several times in the last couple of weeks. You might be able to keep the dog from having to go into a shelter. Or a cat, too. Hell yeah. So, by all means, if you can do that, I would really appreciate it. I'm sure everybody who works at those shelters would appreciate it as well. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. That's absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, just with anything, like, it, anyone out there listening or watching, if you can, uh, and if you have the ability uh, to, to, yeah, look for opportunities that you can lend a hand around the community, because right now definitely is a time where we are all uh, together uh, in, in all this. Yeah. Hi, Mira. Yeah. <laughs> um, I you can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely do that. Donate, donate to dogs. Um, yeah. Again, thank you all for listening. And uh, Russell Boys three sixteen says, "Take care of your animals. Treat them with love and care." What? What? <laughs>